its raw impressions. Number 12. The Grumpusode. The Grumpy Episode. the episode yeah I did feeling down yeah I've got the blues the winter blues um I'm down ironically the sun is out right now mm-hmm. I mean it's barely being contained in this room yeah. It's coming through the closed curtains, practically. The blackout curtains. Yeah, that's true. I would like to say this, that this episode is your permission to be grumpy today, if you want to be. I'm grumpy, and sometimes I feel overwhelmed with trying to be positive and trying to stay upbeat and sometimes I just need a break from that and I just need to say I feel sad and I feel grumpy and I feel like complaining and sometimes I have to remind myself that I can do that I'm allowed to do that because these tides will turn and things will change, but um, sometimes it can feel wrong to allow yourself to complain or to feel sad, at least for me. Well, complaining can feel like... Just negative. Backtracking. Yeah. It can feel like doing damage, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It can feel like it, it, it compounds your problem by repeating it. Mm-hmm. You're... you're uh, you're entrenching it. You're making, you're really making it a part of you. You're making it, it's calcifying inside of you. It's solidifying. It's becoming malignant. And the more negative you become, the more negative you become. Mm -hmm. So when you do have those moments where you are feeling that backwards pull, it can feel like, oh, is this, am I being dragged down into something? Yeah. Well, I think also what you just described is that th- that dramatic take where it's like if you complain about it, you you've done you've reversed any work you've done. And I think I have to just let that go sometimes and go like, you know what? I have to complain about these things and just let it go. And then it's and then say it's not becoming a part of you. It's okay. You're going to move past it. And um, because sometimes just the job of of restraining those thoughts, it actually makes it worse. So I'm just saying, 
right now, the sun, which I often complain about gray days because gray days are very, very hard for me. Um, (laughs) This sounds stupid, but I'm going to say it. Sometimes the sun is equally as hard. And again, this is just the complaining, the grump episode. Just just, just let me have it. Here we go. It's yours. Tell everybody what's on your mind. What's weighing on you right now? What is, Mm -hmm. what can you share with us right now? Okay. So this is my free pass to just complain and be grumpy just for this. Okay. That light is too pokey and it's too bright in the winter. It's too bright and it hurts my, my eye, my eyeballs. They hurt. And my skin is very dry and peeling because it's cold. And I don't like dirty snow. I really hate looking at dirty snow and dirty cars moving down the street past the dirty snow. Piles of filthy snow. Because then I just think of like how bad cars are for the environment because I see just the, the the dirt from the car hitting the snow that once was pure and then and then I just get depressed and then I just start spiraling and then I you know and then I look at the sky and then I think it's all shrinking and I, I don't know so okay so the snow yeah what else well my dry skin my runny nose my runny nose with my dry skin, it just endlessly drips. It's just dripping. Okay, where else are we going with this? Where? So we've got what the dry air does. Mm-hmm. We've got what it looks like outside, which is, yeah, piles of dirty snow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then also just the bare trees, mm-hmm. the dead grass, the, the brown, mud. Yeah. The mud. The uh, mud. So what else? There's something else. There's oh, fashion. Deeper, well, oh no. Deeper things. Sorry, I went shallower. I went shallow. No. My fashion. I feel depressed when I just feel like I put on this big, ugly winter coat that you wear like every day. You can't even throw on like a fun coat because let's be honest, winter coats, they blow. They really do. I know they try. I know people really try. They're like, look at this sassy metallic winter coat. And it's like, you know what? I'm still sad. I'm still sad. And it's like your shroud. It's a cloak. Yeah. A cloak of misery that you you wear that you pull okay. off the hook and just And then you wear these stupid winter boots and you're clomping around and then you tread the the toxic weird sand or ice melt shit on into the house and then and ice. You can slip and fall and really hurt yourself. That happened to me. Exactly. And so you live with this perpetual fear of harm just for merely walking, leaving your house. Yeah, that's like my uh, my big story mm-hmm. about the ice. When Tell we your first... story about when Here's you got really hurt. Okay, so we moved here from California eight years ago. And what what was it? Two years into it? Yeah. Um, three. I was I was feeling the seasonal affective disorder. Is that what it is? I have no idea, but I have what that. The, Whatever what does it the is. A stand for? Is it A sad seasonal? I don't know. 
Let's move on quickly before I say something incorrect. I put Izzy in my arms. I opened the back door. I walked out onto our collapsing deck. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, okay, well, this is nice. You know, and it was sort of this fluffy white snow. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to turn this around, you know, because I was feeling so negative Mm. about just the snow. Mm -hmm. I was hating the snow and I was hating that we weren't in California. So... I decided to venture off our collapsing back deck into this soft, pillowy snow. And when I took my last step off the stairway onto the yard, I stepped into the snow but hit a sheet of ice that was just underneath it. And I slipped. My legs went up and I pivoted so I didn't land on Izzy. And I, so I took the whole brunt on my right shoulder and it just snapped. It disintegrated my collarbone. Mm-hmm. And so Izzy's lying in the snow screaming and crying. And I'm like, oh my God, I felt like, oh, this is something, mm-hmm. something terrible has happened. So I started yelling for you. That was straight up terrifying because the sound coming from you was unlike something I have ever heard you I was upstairs in the house in our bathroom so but you penetrated the sound came like through the house from outside and it was just this wailing and I'm like oh no something really bad has happened and I remember uh, we had all three kids here at the time and I had to like I think I was, maybe I'd even just gotten out of the bath. So I had to like put on clothes immediately and wake up the kids and the older kids. And then um, to find you where you were like limping. And I don't remember where, if you were holding Izzy, I can't remember, but like it all happened so fast and your shoulder was like dropped in this just disgusting, creepy way where I knew you were super fucked up. I was like, oh shit and you were like I think I'm I mean it was pretty dramatic but you were like I could be bleeding internally I'm not doing well and I was like oh my god and so then I I thought I had broken my shoulder yeah exactly because it was it was like fallen down and um I somehow remembered to like go to our mail table and I was looking for our health insurance cards and I grabbed them really quick and then we got everyone, three kids and a broken daddy in the car. And thankfully, we live very close to our hospital, our nearby hospital, and literally mere blocks. And we got there, long story short, Lou had broken his collarbone, but very badly, not just like, oh, a, a little break. He'd, he had broken it two ways, uh, in half, and then also the bone had split. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. See? Ice. It was rough. But it was really rough. What, and I now- felt, what I felt was that that happened to me yeah. because I had cursed. I cursed where we were. I'm like, I don't like it. I'm like, I don't like the winter. And I had these very strong negative thoughts. And like you you talk, it's like you you fear those thoughts. You know, when I was having them, I'm like, oh, no, this is like depre- this is like depression. And I'm not really... Uh, a person prone to depression. I'm pretty good. I can wake up in the morning. You know, I can have some, I can be uh, sprightly. 
I can be optimistic. Um, but boy, I wasn't feeling it that day. And I felt like I was. So then you blamed yourself for the fall. That's what I'm talking about is then you attributed the fall to your negative thoughts. And I feel like that is this like pressure we put on ourselves instead of it just being like, I don't know, it's just an accident happened. There was ice there and you wouldn't have known there was ice there. Even if you were having a positive thought, you just wouldn't have known because it was, it was covered up by the snow. I vent, I was, I was called outside. I was like, I have to embrace this snow. So I went out to embrace the weather. Hmm. I, I still, yeah, I, I just, I do take it as a warning. It's like, you can't get too, you kind of have to let it run through. I have to let it run its course. I could have just looked outside and said, well, this sucks. Mm-hmm. But instead I was like, I got to fight this feeling. I'm going to go outside. I would just like to say Lou now has a metal I collarbone. I have a titanium collarbone. Mm-hmm. It's like a caterpillar in your shoulder. And I can feel the screws through my skin. That was intense. That was terrible. Took forever to heal. <clears throat> and you know what's wild is they performed the surgery and then I brought you home the same day. It was wild. I was like, this is... It took I a mean, while for that surgery. I don't want to get on and no. we could go. Uh, this this actually I mean, last. This the collarbone saga lasted months because I did not get operated at first. They were like, on yeah. at first they just said, "Live with it. It's cool. It'll just yeah." Heal. Collarbones just heal. They didn't know the extent of the break until much later. But that was how you got broken on the ice and ice. Winter broke me that year. Yeah, that so was, I was really bro- hard. I was broken by winter that year. So in a way, mm-hmm. now I'm not quite as broken by winter do you have any um things you'd like to complain about or not that you have to but do you have any complaints since this is the grump episode um i have a lot of technological oh we're having some some i'm trying to i'm trying to upgrade my complaints yeah i'm trying to upgrade my little home studio Mm -hmm. um it's kind of put together with uh paper clips and rubber bands right now, figuratively. Um, so I tried to upgrade and get a interface with my digital audio workstation where I can plug more mics into it at once. And so maybe we can have somebody over and interview them. Mm-hmm. And so I can have, but right now I'm only dealing, dealing with a two track recording capability, two tracks at one time. I would like to have three or four. Mm-hmm. So I've been, uh, I'm now down. I tried two different interfaces, both of which did not work with my setup. Mm. So today I will be returning my second attempt to the store where where I purchased it. Mm-hmm. And then once again, going online, ordering another box and uh, waiting for it to come and then hooking it up and hoping it doesn't crash my computer and uh, permanently disable what now works. Mm-hmm. It's very complicated, and I'm not a real technological-minded person. Yeah, we're not so, tech And it makes lizards. me really cranky, mm. really cranky. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of, like, yelling at myself. Mm-hmm. I have to, when I work on these things, I have to be very methodical, and I have to speak to myself the entire time. Like, okay, Lou, I mean, I say this out loud. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've heard it. Not I, recently. Why I talk to myself the whole time, like, now you are taking this plug out of this device, you are now <laughs> plugging it into this device. Make sure it's the right one. Do you, 
now check is the pan is it panned left or right i mean i have to like go through this very methodical i have to speak to myself as if I, I have like you're a coach yeah i become my own coach i'm like mm-hmm. two people when i work oh i do that too you know i'm like yeah. i'm i I have, yeah, I have to be my boss, my mm-hmm. own boss yeah. and speak to myself and kind of a harsh boss. Mm. I, have to, I speak down to myself a little bit like, okay. I mean, I try to be kind to myself, but firm, but firm mm-hmm. because I do forget things. Mm-hmm. I become absent-minded, mm-hmm. especially when I'm working, when I'm writing songs and creating, because I'm often um, under the influence of THC, which I like, I just like it, but it does, it giveth and it taketh away. Well, so you're just saying you, you're admitting that you've given yourself an obstacle. It's an obstacle and a gateway. Mm-hmm. I would like to merge those two <laughs> words together. Obway. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it's hard for me to be really depressed right now mm-hmm. because I'm really happy Aww. because I've had this entire month of January here at the house with you, um, but it's been a whole month of just here and discovering, rediscovering my, my love of writing songs and creating like this has been a really creative period. And when you and I are together and working and I'm home, I'm not running. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be running more, more as the year progresses, but to have an entire month where I'm not running mm-hmm. and also having this kind of, I've set up all these little challenges for myself to write a song a week to, for us to record this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that having something to do and having a schedule um, for my creative brain, you know, to create structure for this brain that is, it is difficult to focus mm-hmm. has been really rewarding. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not depressed. Um, and the things I'm angry about are things that, as I solve them will bring me to a better place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So confronting my own anger and frustration by doing things that I'm not generally comfortable with, like spending money, mm-hmm. venturing outside into music stores, speaking to people. Mm-hmm. But those are the ways that I get to my next place. So I feel like I'm moving. And as long as I'm moving, and we talked about this the other day, momentum is is the is it's it momentum is it if i have momentum then i am a step ahead of depression mm-hmm. i am a step ahead of addiction i'm a step ahead of the things that have in the past pulled me mm-hmm. into a place that's hard to get out of yeah january has been i would say for you the start of this year you are you're flourishing. This has been a really nice start to a year for you, I would say, uh, uh, as your wife and observing you and what you've been doing and 
you've been very creative, very stimulated. I could see you, you know, doing I'm a lot so of stuff. So stimulated. Yeah, like you're I very can barely stimulated. I can barely sleep. I just got yeah. I, I'm excited about getting up. I mm-hmm. um You're making me really wish I felt that way. I I really hate having I think I really do have seasonal depression. I mean, I get I I have depression and it it's a as people with depression and other mental challenges know it's a constant um job of managing it right how how is it right now and taking your temperature and figuring out what's going on and what your needs are and one of the i guess aspects of living with depression is that sometimes managing is hard because you are depressed <laughs> so mm-hmm. um you you lose the the motivation to to make change and i think yeah i'm feeling a little lost right now i'm just feeling a little lost but i feel very happy for you at the same time because i really love seeing someone i love doing well and being creative and being stimulated. And I love that, that, that actually in the midst of my downtime, it's really, really nice to observe that in you. I like that a lot. So I feel really happy for you. Cool. Yeah. It's nice. It could end at any moment. <laughs> you could backslide at any time Well, in this world of temptation. You could just do great and keep soaring. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible too. It is, apparently. I mean, I think that I feel like I'm holding out for something. I don't even know how to describe it. I think it's spring. Maybe that's what they call it. I feel like I'm I'm just hanging on. I'm going, I just really need buds and little flowers to start popping up out of the grass. Those beautiful little like purple, is it crocuses or something that start the first things that show up and you're like, how is this here right now? But they're so beautiful and lovely. And, um, yeah, so I, I don't want to say my life is on pause right now. I do have to do things still. I am doing things. Um, I think I'm also, okay, you have your tech issues. I have my tech issues as well. I have a sewing machine that's broken that I have to get fixed. I have a knitting machine that's broken <laughs> that I have to get fixed. Uh, so you can't fix that anywhere near here. There's we, literally we no that, one around. You have to, to throw that, that thing in the back of the minivan and drive to New York city. <clears throat> exactly. We have to go to New York and, um, that feels daunting. I don't know. It just feels very daunting. Cause I also a lot like Lou, I use a lot of old stuff and my knitting machines are old. They're vintage and they don't make them anymore. You have to continue to fix them and repair them or hire someone who knows how to do it or spend all your days watching YouTube. I, I don't know, but, um, yeah, getting involved in fixing things and oh, le- learning God. new programs, it, it, I'm going to say, okay, since this is my grump episode, I'm going to, my poor me statement on that is it's hard being the designer as well as the repair person. Like I have to, you know, be the creative 
brain making the fiber and the fabric and the knitwear, but then I also have to like be my handy person at the same time. That's a lot to juggle. And I'm just complaining today. Okay. Let it go, everyone. I'm just complaining. Another thing that makes me grumpy. Okay, here we go. Is uh, (laughs) we have a very small like little laundry area, which is fine. Again, I don't want people coming for me like... You have no gratitude, woman. At least you got a washing yeah. machine. Listen, I get it. All right. I'm I can do episode after episode of gratitude. Just how'd you like to sit in the laundromat for fucking down, three hours? All right. Even everyone in this world has complaints, and then someone's gonna hear that and go, No, they don't. That's fuck you. All right. Whoa. Anyway. <laughs> fuck you. She's going off on the hypothetical listener. I am. Because I everyone has a goddamn opinion, and they just gotta let it be known. Woof, grumpisode. Okay, so anyway, yes, I've got all the gratitude. Just shut up about it. I'm complaining today. A half an hour. Let it go. It's happening. Our laundry machine is small. It doesn't fit our comforter. <laughs> and I'm not going to break my comforter by shoving our damn, our washing, I'm not going to break my washing machine by shoving my comforter in there and breaking a pipe and rocking the house. And I need to drop it off somewhere in town. It needs to get washed. It has to be cleaned. Last time we did that, we dropped off an enormous blanket and they gave it back to us and it still was dirty. Yes. Again, just grump us Go with it, people. I was mad. And so now I'm like, well, that place didn't work. Where do I go now? Damn it. Who's going to wash this big ass comforter, (laughs) which yes, I'm grateful to have. So settle down. (sighs) Those hypothetical people. They're really bringing me down. Yeah. They're bringing me down. People that may or may not exist (laughs) for you. They (laughs) exist. If you go anywhere, if you just scratch a little bit, they're there. Um, Okay. But you know, maybe... Maybe they're not listening today. So maybe you're listening to me and you're going like, yeah, you know, I also have have this and um, this also makes me grumpy. And you know what? Just it's okay. We're, We're in it together. Solidarity. Lastly, people have asked how your solo show was at the Drake. How did it go? It was really cool. Yeah. I forgot my cheat. I brought, I had made a set list and (laughs) brought lyrical cues, you know, which kind of keeps me on board, Mm -hmm. especially when I haven't played in a while. And I, um, when I wrote it out, I was like, well, you know, I'm so glad I'm not going to forget this sheet because sometimes I'll make this whole sheet and then I'll forget it. And sure enough, when the, I got to the club, to do sound check, I couldn't find my sheet. So mm-hmm. I had to do the whole the whole uh, show based on requests, which was not ideal because I would have liked to really craft the set list to be something more reflective of our life right now. And as it was, I played a lot of older songs that I think, you know, for you and I, like it sort of, you know, I, I do really like to play new songs and sort of control the narrative of a show to a degree. But I also like to just 
play the songs that people want. But so mostly at the Drake, Drake, I played songs that people want. And I also forgot a lot of lyrics because I was playing songs that I had not practiced in a while. Mm-hmm. But I didn't seem to mind. It was a great show. Lou didn't seem to mind. Yeah. Lou, Lou dealt with it fairly well. Thank you, everyone, for indulging me um, in my grump episode. And I listening to me complain. I don't, I don't know how I'll feel next week, hopefully better. Um, I think I will because January was just. (sighs) Baby, you don't have to feel better. I don't. No, I'll make a whole new introduction. Grumpisode number two. (laughs) So you're saying I can just be who I am and you love me anyway. Well, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm here for you. I appreciate it. And for those out there who also um, live with their depression and managing it, I would just like to say I, I'm with you. I hear you. I see you. I feel you. And sometimes I'm just doing the best I can. And I know that y'all are too. So hang in there. And... Yep. Okay, well, actually, I think giving myself this half hour to really complain, I think it helped because I actually feel a little better. And I feel like I'm kind of ready to let some of that shit go. And I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get some stuff done now. And put on some sunglasses if you go outside to tame that spiky, spiky winter, Mm -hmm. clear, crisp to an uncomfortable degree sunlight i will do that because i'm grateful for that i have sunglasses you do there's so many things that we have that make life easier absolutely an air fryer oh my god love that thing we'll do a gratitude episode someday (laughs) (laughs) until next time until next time Mm. bye-bye Impressions episode number 12 concludes. Luna Del, thank you.